Welcome to the Crypto Cafe. I'm Randy Zuckerberg, your host, and here in this virtual cafe, we embrace newcomers and experts alike to all things crypto, NFTs, and Web3. Wow, you are in for a treat with today's guest. She is honestly the queen of Web3. She is the founder and CEO of the Emmy-nominated digital media brand called What's Trending, one of the most vocal proponents of blockchain tech and culture, and an incredible all-around person, Shira Lazar, who has been a dear friend for, gosh, what, we've known each other, I don't even want it, the oh 15, 20 years. It's, since, yes, it's um, getting there. And uh, <laughs> I mean, wow, what a pleasure to have you on the podcast. We were on the front lines of Web 2, now it's Web 3. By the time we we get to like web six, we're going to be crushing it. I know we're going to be in our wheelchairs now. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're still here. We're doing music videos for Randy. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's really an honor, Randy. I adore you. And it's just been crazy to be on this journey together and like reconnecting at different points. Absolutely. Okay. So if we were in a real cafe together, what would we be drinking and enjoying? Okay. Well, I actually just got a cappuccino with almond milk and I'm drinking it right now. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I'm drinking in the studio too. I have a giant cappuccino <laughs> with almond milk. So, all right, well, we'll have to get one in real life together. Um, but Shira, I, I'm so curious. I mean, you have always been on the cutting edge. Like I remember you were one of the first people um, back in the day that was like, I'm on YouTube and I'm going to be a content creator. And you always had your show about what was trending and you knew what was on the pulse. So like, when did Web3 cross your radar? I'm guessing like years before it crossed anyone else's. And, and what like what was your aha moment? Yeah, I mean, kind of in 2008, definitely the crypto scene was blowing up. I went to the first crypto conference in Puerto Rico and I started putting in some money. This is not financial advice, <laughs> but you know, and I tried to integrate it into my work at the time into what's trending. And my, we even did a crypto what's trending series, but then the market crashed and I kind of stepped away. And I was like, okay, I guess this was just a thing. And I moved on with my life. <laughs> and then in 2021, I started to notice, I think it was even you. I started to notice you doing a lot of stuff and, you know, Britt Moore and talking about this and I started seeing Gary Vaynerchuk doing some stuff and Kevin Rose and all our people from back in the day. And that's when my radar went up and I'm like, OK, I think this might be worth taking notice and looking into again. And, you know, people went from Clubhouse to Twitter and I'd been on Twitter for a while. And, you know, a lot of NFT Twitter started blowing up. So I started getting asked to host Twitter spaces. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. And then I actually ended up talking to someone on Gary Vaynerchuk's team who really encouraged me, Nick Dio, and I'll give him a shout out, to start venturing into this space and told me about a few of the female-founded NFTs like Boss Beauties and Women Rise and Women Weapons. And, and I bought some of those and then I posted about it and it was just incredible to see the response. And that was Honestly, this sounds crazy. That was last, uh, that was in 2021, uh, November of 2021. Mm, I Yeah, I feel like that's when uh, people really started to be interested in the space uh, hardcore. And and uh, it was really exciting to see you there educating people and, and putting content out. I'm curious, um, how have you seen the creator economy changing from kind of Web 2 to Web 3? Because that's something you've really been at the center of. 
Yeah, I think that what was exciting about Web 2, again, is that you could build your own brand, the brand of you. You don't need to wait for a company to hire you to build your portfolio, right? You could launch a profile on a social media network and grow your audience. But there was still a sense of a lack of ownership there and a lack of an ability to really, I would say, scale that and uh, you know, control the money you made, right? And how you continue to connect with that community, um, you know, as time continues. And I think that as we transition into Web3, that really changes that. I mean, even YouTube with the new CEO, he's talking about Web3 and blockchain and how you could sell, you know, your videos um, or not just I would say typical digital assets like NFTs and images, but actually videos and get your community involved to buy into that. And then, you know, obviously they can sell it and everyone's kind of winning. So it kind of changes the relationship between the creator and their uh, community as well, where everyone is in it to kind of support each other, which I really love as well. Absolutely. I'm curious, um, what do you think were some of the biggest things that you did building your brand? And and what would you would you recommend that others follow kind of the (laughs) same playbook or are there new recommendations that you would have? Oh, my God. Well, the thing is with me is I actually was busy building what's trending as a company. I actually stepped back from even saying what's trending with Shira Lazar at a certain point because, you know, I looked at someone like Ariana Huffington and Huffington Post and I wanted to build something bigger than me. And there's a pro and con to that. I kind of got lost in the in the entrepreneurship of it, in the business of it, and actually kind of lost my own voice and perspective. And so the past few years, I actually got someone to really help me continue building what's trending and then stepped a, a bit away to start building my personal brand. So I think you need to kind of know where you fit. If you feel like you really have a strong voice and certain passions, like build your personal brand, you know, create content that shares what you're learning and what you're growing and building, but then find the balance. If you're building a company, like how are you going to maintain that too? And I know you probably deal with this too, because <laughs> like when you have your company and your personal brand, it's a balancing act. Absolutely. And, uh, and yeah, I feel yeah. like you're all, you're always kind of a too far on one end. You're either like, oh shoot, I'm totally. spending, I'm spending too much time on my personal brand and not enough on my company. Or like I'm, I'm spending so much time on my company that I'm not even doing what I'm telling other people to do. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And when I started looking actually at my personal brand, like a business, because I was always putting pressure on myself to do everything. And then I would make myself feel bad if I didn't get to it. Right. Because I was busy in a meeting. So I didn't get to post that picture right on Instagram. I don't know. And so when I started to say, well, would I treat my company, what's trending like this? No. So I actually ended up getting support. If you can do it, you know, and it started out even with like an intern. And then that intern, when she graduated, I ended up hiring her and then she got more involved. And so I think when you start looking at your personal brand, like a business, it, it, you just approach it differently. You don't put things aside because you have support versus trying to do it all your own and then burning out. Mm, That's such great advice. What do you think are some of the most important tools for Web3 creators who who want to do a little more personal brand building? Like what, like, should they be on Twitter spaces? Like what? I don't know. What's the Shira Lazar playbook? (laughs) Yeah, you're so funny. And I'm always learning, by the way. Uh, That's also one thing. I never say I'm an expert. Stay curious and keep on learning. So uh, I, yeah, Twitter definitely including in the Web3 space is really big. And now, of course, with AI coming in, like it had this resurgence. 
And so being able to, you know, host spaces, like figuring out your passion points and what you really love in the space. And then having a Twitter spaces, having guests, being a guest in others, or at least even if you're not being asked to be a guest, like stopping by other people's spaces and request to speak and then asking questions or adding value to the conversation, not just promoting yourself is really key. Um, and then I would say Instagram and TikTok for this space is also growing. I, I am um, more consistent definitely on Instagram, although I was early on TikTok. <laughs> so I'm definitely looking at those two platforms. But, you know, for TikTok, Web3 and AI is really early. So you might not necessarily see the huge, massive viewership, but you're going to find the community. And then as it grows, you could become a go-to person around that. And then I would say another thing is IRL, the in real life platform. <laughs> um, I Shocker, think that's really what's where, that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, that's really where you get to meet the people that you follow and connect with daily and strengthen those relationships. And so many people, like even someone like this amazing woman who you know, Betty from uh, Dead Fellas, she created this big NFT, Dead Fellas. Like I'd connected with her on social media and everything, or even Latasha, who's incredible, an amazing musician using NFTs. Like all these people, it was great. We knew each other on Twitter, but then when we saw each other IRL, it just made it even more of a relationship. I mean, we're far from best friends, let's be clear, but you know what I mean? They're like, oh, there's a human. Like mm -hmm. you're not crazy or sketchy, right? It's like they could see your eyes, they could see your energy. So I think that's really important, which is why this space in particular has really grown through these IRL events and conferences right now. I think so that's you, that's yeah. some of the advice. You make a great point because so many people um hide behind anonymity and and avatars and screen names. So having that that IRL connection is really important. I'm here in the Crypto Cafe with Shira Lazar, founder and CEO of the Emmy nominated digital media brand What's Trending. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, here in the Crypto Cafe. Um so, Shira, you host uh, a lot of Twitter spaces. You have a regular one on Mondays that's a, an, about alpha. You have a Women in Web 3 Wednesdays. So tell us about those and what what makes for a good guest? Like what what makes you leave that hour and be like, that was a great, successful show? Oh, my God. It's so many things. It's like uh, doing, I don't know, being in the flow. It's a very spiritual experience for me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, on Mondays, we talk about the alpha. It's um, news that we're discovering and things you need to know that can inform what you get involved with project-wise or what companies to keep your eye out for. And so even with that show and Women in Web 3, where, of course, we're really focusing on female leaders in the space, because as you know, there's not a, a lot of them. I mean, there are a lot of them, but we're not seeing a lot of them. So how do we uh, center their stories more in all of this so there is that visibility and representation? Um, but with both of them, we choose different themes every single week. It could be everything from investing and being a VC uh, to you know gaming, or it could be music. And then we're finding guests around that that are really doing amazing things in those different verticals or subject matters. They're subject matter experts. And so how do I know if it's a good show? I mean, um, these are hour-long shows. It's the flow of conversation. And when I don't need to ask questions, I kind of know it's going well. When everyone's just jumping in and I don't even need to do anything, it sounds like the lazy host. But I know it's going well when everyone's so like active and involved. They don't even need me to ask a question. <laughs> 
Absolutely. No, and your Twitter spaces are, you always get such great guests and, and uh, so, such great energy. Um, you also have a newsletter. Tell us about your Web3 weekly newsletter. Yes. Uh, yeah, this uh, launched earlier this year, or maybe even last year. I'm losing track of time. It's called The Alpha. It's a weekly newsletter for the Web3 newbies and those who can't keep up. And so a lot of the work that I focus on is bridging the gap between early adopters and then those who are curious. I mean, it very much like you. I mean, I know we align in that way. Those who are curious, those who don't know but then want to know, or I want to be able to deliver the information in a way that's accessible and understandable to, you know, anyone, because ultimately this isn't just about tech and specs and like, you don't need to be an engineer or a developer to understand this a lot for me, this is about culture. And so I want you to understand how this is going to shift possibly the way you live, how you consume the work you do. And I want people to be empowered to stay ahead of it because like everyone gets to have the opportunities to do the things they love doing. And I don't want anyone to feel left behind. Mm, I love it. I, I'm i curious here, how do you keep people excited during the, the bear down <laughs> market that we're in right now? Because I feel like you mentioned yeah. like we all got into the space in November 2021. Everyone was excited. All you had to yeah. do was like say the word Dogecoin and like a million people wanted to watch your videos and stuff. Now, yeah. like, how do you how do you keep people excited and energized right now? You have to keep showing up yourself. And it's like, it's also a lot of like, I'm a very and an mindful person. And so I don't necessarily always feel excited. I feel sometimes depleted and even anxious. Like I'm feeling similar to everyone else. But one, it's expressing that it's not being in denial about the realities of what's happening. And then it's about, you know, finding what excites you in all this. That isn't just about getting the quick fix hit right now. Right. And it actually forces you to dig deeper into your why. Mm. Because when things are rolling and going and busy and you're making a ton of money, you get, like it's hard to ask those questions because you're just like being reactive and taking it all in. These quiet moments are actually space to really grow and lean into your real purpose. So I try to focus on that during this time and share that experience and journey with others and then keep showing up, keep on schedule, doing my shows, keep creating content, uh, keep doing my newsletter and keep going to events and, and sharing what I'm learning. And that's how, you know, you keep that energy going. Well, you do keep showing up and it's it's very obvious and very noticed by the community. Um, in our in our final moments together, one of the I, I'm curious if you're experiencing something similar. I um I feel like at the start of Web two, we saw the same thing where like everyone was always on working twenty four seven and then like yeah. and then people burnt out like right before it got good. And I'm kind of seeing that <laughs> I'm seeing that with web three also. Like people are always on and like like Web3 uh -huh. never sleeps. And um, I feel like this is where I'm happy to come to the space with the wisdom of age and experience to know, like, don't, totally. don't burn out. So like, what what's your perspective and how do you keep yourself from burning out this time around? Oh, my God. You made me snort laugh. That's how funny that was <laughs> to me. I was like, yes. So I, I started a company called Peace Inside Live, which is a wellness company during the pandemic. So when you start something like that, it's a constant reminder when you're falling off. <laughs> totally. You know, because you're like, oh, I started this, like, okay, I'm not being mindful, you know, and then in a loving way, 
you come back, right? Because I'm constantly bringing this message to others. I got to check myself too and practice what I preach. And so a lot of that is personal accountability. A lot of that is having people around you that have perspective, maybe that aren't in this industry that could hold you accountable too and call you forth when you're, you know, you're falling by the wayside because it happens. I mean, I'm even at in Santa Barbara in my Valentine's vacation and like, I wanted to be on your show and my, you know, I have to make these compromises with my partner. I'm sure, you know, you have two kids, <laughs> husband, it's a constant compromise of when should you show up and when is it worth kind of, you know, taking a beat and a break. And so I think that just constant reflection is important to really tune into what's good for you and what you want versus you working for the world outside of you. I mean, it, you know, th there, it comes with responsibilities, right? But like, how are you going to re respond versus react constantly? Absolutely. And Such so that's like, you know, how I approach it and meditation and journaling and therapy. <laughs> Very basically wise words. And I think everyone in Web3 could use a little therapy right now. Shira, where can people go to find you and connect with everything that you're working on? Yeah, just follow me everywhere at Shira Lazar, S-H-I-R-A-L-A-Z-A-R. And you can check out what we're doing in the uh, wellness and Web3 space at Peace Inside Live. Love it. Shira, you are, uh, it's been really fun to be on the front lines with you all these years. I can't wait to have an almond cappuccino together in real life yes. somewhere. And uh, till then, just keep inspiring and, uh, and, and keep entertaining and educating everyone. Oh, thank you. Love being here. Thanks so much. Likewise. That was Shira Lazar, a leading voice of the Web3 movement, but uh, not just Web3. Shira has been a leading voice on the edge of the creator economy uh, with Web2, with so many innovations in social media and beyond. And so definitely encourage you to check out her newsletter and uh, her weekly Twitter spaces that she runs to elevate women and other voices across Web3. Thanks for joining me in the Crypto Cafe today. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, and uh, we're here every week with a new episode and someone who's on the cutting edge of Web3, crypto, NFTs, metaverse, you name it. So uh, check out all of the exciting guests that we've had, and I'll be back next week with an all-new episode.